The end of a life is a sad occasion, but listen as our friend Randy with Stokes, Proc, and Munt and the Cremation Society tells us about how the end-of-life services they facilitate serve a role they do not take lightly. But as we celebrate a person's life and even tell funny stories about them, that's a very healing thing. I mean, if you can take a family that's crying, sobbing, and and get them laughing about the person that died. That's very healing. That's a very important thing, you know. I mean, we take our work very, very seriously. Randy and the folks at Stokes, Proc, and Munt, along with the Cremation Society, are available to answer any of your questions, including pre-planning your arrangements. Check them out online and on social media. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Let the Kids Play podcast, the sports podcast that gets the kids' perspective on what's going on in sports. I'm Scott. We've got Derek. Derek, how's it going? It's going great. All right, Derek, here we go. Another week of the Let the Kids Play sports podcast. Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing sports-wise. Well, sports-wise, I just finished up another week of my Eau Claire fall ball, and later today I have my Seymour fall ball. Yeah, lots of fall baseball, and uh, I know you've you've started to get hockey practice going on. It's that that fun time of the year where there is a uh, a little bit of a crossover, right? Yes, yeah, the fun time of the crossover. And I know uh, you like playing multiple sports, right? Yes, I do like playing multiple sports. Speaking of multiple sports, we're going to be talking uh, a couple of sports today. What do you want to talk about today? Well, today we are going to be talking some MLB and some of my Week 3 predictions. Yeah, Week 3 predictions in the NFL. Well, why don't we start there? As week three of the NFL season is upon us, actually started on uh, Thursday with Carolina taking down uh, Houston. Uh, but uh, take us through what are some of your predictions? What are some of your thoughts for the NFL week three? Well, let's start with the Packers 49ers game because I know that's the game most of the people in this area are focused on. I have the 49ers defense holding off Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay offense. And some more predictions. I, The Cardinals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have the Arizona Cardinals taking them down. Even though the Jaguars have Trevor Lawrence, I don't think that they can take down Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Well, to continue on, let's start with another game they're focused on in the area, the Chicago Bears game. Bears, Browns, the Bears seem to have more success in their history than the Browns do. So that's what, and also with the Bears defense, you've got Khalil Mack and you've got players like that. Well, in the Browns, you can't really recognize too many players, though you do have Joe Burrow, though. So that could be a problem to the Bears. So I think, but I still. Now, I think with the, uh, you're saying the, they're playing the Browns, right? So it's Baker Mayfield that's the quarterback, not Joe Burrow. 
but it's Baker Mayfield. Don't worry, it's easy to make that mistake. I'll ask you this, though. Justin Fields is going to get the start at quarterback for the Bears. You're a Bears fan. Are you excited to, to maybe see the, the future of the Bears after Andy Dalton had gotten the start the last couple of weeks before he got banged up? Yeah, I'm ready to see the see the new rookie quarterback in a regular season game. And I know uh, one of the ways you're making predictions, and we'll get to some more of those, is uh, just by feel there. Do, do you and your friends at school talk about who you think is going to win games and who, who isn't? And uh, do you have some fun conversations in the classroom? Yes, a lot of fun conversations in the classroom. Lots and lots of football talk during this season. So, to continue on with the Week 3 predictions. Seahawks, Vikings, another game in which this area is talking about. Seahawks with Russell Wilson and the Vikings, who keep losing by one point on a for week one it was a made field goal that they lost but at the last one that if they hadn't called timeout they would have they would have taken the win in that and then week two they fall short by a missed kick at the last second so on the other hand with the Seahawks I just can't fi- really find think of a time where I haven't heard the Seahawks mentioned. They have Russell Wilson and guys that are good like that, and I think that they can take down the Vikings pretty badly. Well, here's another game that probably most people would think it's an easy prediction. Broncos-Jets. Now, Jets do have Zach Wilson, though in his last game, his first two throws were interceptions, so they're probably going to want to keep the ball on the ground in this game. The Broncos, on the other hand, have a pre- have a pretty good offense and some has some defense. I wouldn't say I think they're about a 50-50 on either end. So, uh, but, but to me, I think the Broncos are going to take down the Jets in that game in a pretty close game. I was going to say, this will be the fun part here. Now, there's a thing called point spread. Uh, sometimes mommies and daddies like to put a couple of pennies on ball games and, uh, and, uh, and bet games. So the Broncos are expected to win by at least 10 points. If the Broncos win by 10 or more points, the person that bet gets the money. But if the Broncos do not win by at least 10 points, then the person that they bet the money with, that person gets the money. Will the Broncos win by more than 10 points? Uh, that's a rather big win in the NFL. The The odds makers don't give the Jets that much of a chance, but, but you seem to hint there the Jets may keep it close. Yeah, the Jets might actually keep this game pretty close. So, yeah, this because here's what I think, that how they're going to keep it close. Their offense with Zach Wilson is going to move the ball down the field pretty fast with the run game. And Broncos defense doesn't really have pretty much pretty good run defense. So so I think they're going to gain some good yardage off of the run game, get 
get some touchdowns. On the other hand, with the Broncos' offense, they should—they should be able to get past the Jets. Should be able to get past the Jets' defense, based on well, what we've seen in the last two weeks. All right, I know you want to have some time to talk some MLB. What are some other? Uh, do you have any other big football predictions you wanted to go through? I don't really have any really big predictions, but but what? But it, one thing I really want to point out is is the NFC North. Week one, they lost all all four teams lost their game. Week two, two of the teams went. When the game bears and when their game bears and Packers, while the other two fall to zero and two, the Lions and the Vikings. Now I have the Vikings falling to zero and three, and I also have the Lions falling to zero and three. And meanwhile, on the Packers end, as I said earlier, I have them getting beaten by the Forty Nine, falling to one and two, and I have the Bears. Beating the Browns by a by a score actually of of a low scoring game of fourteen to seven. So I have the Bears jumping up into first place, Packers in second, and then Lions in third, Vikings in fourth. And we're down to the last week of the MLB season. There are some fun races over in the NL West. Dodgers and Giants both have or will be surpassing 100 wins on the year, but one is going to have to play in the one-game playoff, so uh, winning that division is so important. And in the American League, the, the, the cluster that is the race for both of the wild-card spots right now. Yeah, let's start in the NL West uh, with the Giants and Dodgers. Giants still lead the Dodgers by one game, so the Giants need to, if the Dodgers want to jump into first place, they need the Giants to lose, and they need to win to to tie with them, and then they need to do it again to jump into first. One thing to note, too, for Brewer fans out there, the Brewers are going to have the number one seed, but they're going to have their hands full in their five-game series because they're either going to face, because the way the seed goes, they'll face the winner of the wild-card game. So it's going to be pick your poison, either a hot Dodger team, a hot Giant team, or, of course, the Cardinals. So it's going to be uh, uh, not an easy first-round series for the Brewers. And uh, last uh, handicap for us, that AL wild-card race, you've got the Sox, you've got the Yankees, you've got the Blue Jays, and let's not forget about the Mariners as well. Yeah, it's basically a giant cluster in that race. Right now, the Red Sox have the number one spot with the Yankees at number two. It, so both those teams in a rivalry right now look like it's going to be a rivalry in the wild card game. But don't count the Blue Jays and the Mariners out of it because they still... Because, well, there's still eight games left in the season, and they're only back on the second wild card spot by two games. So they can jump ahead and st can still jump ahead and still have five games to spare. 
Well, Derek, thank you very much. We'll do it again uh, soon. All right. All right.